to the Wild Wisdom Podcast with Dr. Patricia Mills. I'm Dr. Patricia. This podcast is for people who want to transform their health, restore their hormones, and reconnect to their body's natural wisdom. Hi, I'm Dr. Patricia. I'm a Canadian medical doctor, published author, internationally recognized researcher, and passionate advocate for your health. Here, we'll explore the intersection between ancient wisdom and cutting-edge science, distilling the essence of true health into practical steps you can take. Wild wisdom is instinctive knowledge in action. Thanks for making this part of your day. Hi there, it's Dr. Patricia again, and today we're going to talk about the fifth reason that individuals have a hard time achieving and maintaining their ideal weight in today's modern age, and that is problems with their digestive functioning. So we talked already about inflammation happening in the body and how the digestive tract, the gut lining is a really big place. And there's other parts of the digestive tract that are important other than the lining of the gut um, that need to be functioning in in order for you to be able to properly break down and absorb your foods um, and thus, um, you know, not become too slim or conversely, um, go into what's called like, you know, you, you start to, your body starts to malfunction um, from the lack of nutrients to the point where it, the hormones get imbalanced and you start to put weight on for that reason. Because you need nutrients, you need certain building blocks from your diet, which only come from whole foods, by the way, they do not come from processed foods. So if you want to build your hormones properly, you need to eat whole foods, right? And, and we already talked about why we need to avoid processed foods, but this is just another reason why. And so at the level of the mouth, like you need to be able to probably sit down and chew your food because it's the, it's the um, act of chewing that starts to trigger and stimulate certain bodily responses that will be put into motion um, in order for you to probably break down and absorb your foods. Okay. And chewing uh, in the saliva, there's like a bunch of um, enzymes, which are like little tools, like they're proteins that work as tools to kind of help you break down your food. And a lot of us aren't even properly chewing our foods. We're so like distracted when we're eating or we're eating on the go, right? Uh, like stressed out eating that we don't even focus on our foods. And all of a sudden, like we're done eating and you're like, oh, I don't even remember that happening, right? It's like happened so fast. So that's number one. And there are certain clinics in Europe where you can pay like thousands of dollars and they'll teach you how to properly chew your food. <laughs> so it's that important. Um, and then you go down, like you chew your food, you go down into the stomach. And the stomach is such a crucial place because it creates like um, a very acid environment. And the stomach is like thick and mucousy to protect the rest of the body from this like chemical reactor that's happening inside like the stomach. It's fascinating, actually. And if you don't have enough stomach acid, um, if your stomach acid production goes low, um, and that can be because you don't have enough water. What do you need to make stomach acid? You need to make, you need to have water. You need to have um, B vitamins, you, like vitamin B12, vitamin B6. You need magnesium and you need zinc, okay? Amongst other things. But just to give you an idea, those are things that you need. And you need to have the nervous system being in a state of relaxation because that's the state of digestion, you do not digest your food when you're running away from a tiger, right? Or you're mentally stressed out, which is the equivalent kind of nervous system state. Um, the body only has one way to react to stress. It's, the, it's by activating the nervous system 
to be like fight or flight. And when you're, when you're fighting or fighting, you're not digesting. So you have to be in a state of relaxation to make stomach acid. And a lot of people think that they have a problem with too much stomach acid, but actually it's, it could be, um, not enough stomach acid because when the body, so when people get like reflux, like the stomach acid goes into the esophagus, one thing that protects that from happening is when you when your stomach acid gets high enough, it triggers the muscle um, that kind of acts as a door between your esophagus and your stomach to contract, to close, so that the stomach acid doesn't go up into the esophagus and burn the esophagus where it's, it's a tube between your mouth and your stomach and it's not supposed to be exposed to acid. And when it is, it burns and you get heartburn. You get, as, you get reflux, gastroesophageal reflux, diseased GERD or, or heartburn or reflux. For most individuals, it's not that we have too much stomach acid, it's that we either don't have enough stomach acid or we eat too much um, or we eat like and we or we eat too late and then we lay down too soon. Or we do eat foods like acidic foods like coffee and, and alcohol and tomatoes and that kind of stuff when we are predisposed to have um, a reaction to that level of the gut that can cause the reflux. So it can be like a food related, a timing related, a volume related. And not enough stomach acid related, right? So that's like a whole talk in and of itself, but in a nutshell. <laughs> um, so you need enough stomach acid. So if you're if you're not eating whole foods, or if you're not if you are um, too stressed out, if you're not hydrating properly, you will um, have stomach acid that's too low. What happens in the stomachs? Primarily, the protein gets broken down, right? And so you need to have that working properly for your protein to be broken down because once that kind of that soup that your your stomach turns your food into kind of like a soup it's called a chyme c h y m e but a soup you can think of it as like a soupy kind of substance and that drips into the small intestine and that triggers the body to um um release other enzymes from things like um the pancreas into the small intestine and that goes away and breaks down your food even more so it helps break down um, fats with the enzyme lipase and protease um, and carbohydrates with you know other kind of um, so lots of like little tools that are being released to break down your food more and more and more. But if it hasn't been if the protein hasn't been properly broken down at the level of the stomach, it's very hard to further break it down enough for it to be absorbed, and then you can get undigested protein that can't get through and kind of sits in the gut. And um, there's even a stool test in functional medicine that you can look at undigested proteins in the, in the stool because your body hasn't been able to probably break them down and absorb them. And so if you can't absorb your proteins properly, then you can't, you're going to have a hard time making your muscle mass, right? And that's going to lead to the like less hard, harder time for blood sugar control and, and uh, hormonal balance and all that kind of stuff. And also if you can't break down your food properly, um, you're not going to be able to properly like absorb those nutrients. The other thing that helps is the fats. You need your fats to be broken down into tiny little fat droplets. And that happens with the bile, which comes from the gallbladder. So the gallbladder ha- is, has a very essential function of storing the bile. And when it's time to eat, it senses um, like the presence of fat and protein, in it, and, but particularly fat. And then it contracts and releases the bile into the small intestine. And that, that bile helps break down the fats into tiny little droplets that then can be properly absorbed by the body and um, in a size that the body can handle and it can work with. And we need fat for building hormones, for building our brain. Our brain is 60% fat, um, for coating the lining of our nerves. Um, goodness, for every single like cell in our body is lined by fat, right? So 
it's an essential function. So if you have a problem with, um, you know, your pancreas isn't working well, your, your gallbladder isn't working well, your stomach acid is low, um, you're going to run into problems with um, maintaining your ideal weight, either underweight or overweight, depending on which one of these is, is um, not working properly. Um, and what is your predisposition, like um, what is your genetic predisposition for responding to that kind of situation? Oftentimes, individuals are trying to like, you know, gain weight or lose weight. And if they don't pay attention to, as I mentioned before, hormonal balance, detoxification and um, digestion, they don't work to repair their digestive system. Um, it's going to be really hard. They might even achieve their um, ideal weight through like calorie restriction, but over time that just won't work because the root cause hasn't been addressed. And over time, um, you know, you're just going to get sicker and sicker and sicker. And um, because nutrient deficiencies obviously are going to slowly over time affect all of your body parts, right? So um, making sure that your digestive system is working is so key. And the other part of the digestive system is that, as we mentioned before, I've introduced you to the concept of the microbiome, which are the organisms that live within, uh, within your gut, kind of like on the lining of the gut, kind of working like in that mucusy kind of layer that lines your gut. And those microorganisms um, break down your food for you, like a significant portion of your food, like your fiber is broken down by those organisms. And then the breakdown products of those fiber, that fiber is what's absorbed by the body, such as ketones or short chain fatty acids, which are super fuel for the body. And if the microbiome is in poor health, you're not getting that either. And then you run into issues like, um, you know, if you have constipation or diarrhea, that's going to affect your ability to like, probably detoxify out of your gut if you're constipated or maintain, uh, you know, probably absorb your nutrients if you're, if you've got diarrhea. And again, it's sometimes it's counterintuitive. Like I'm losing my nutrients, but I'm gaining weight. How does that work? And it's like, well, because for the body to work properly, for it to maintain its ideal weight, like its set point, it needs nutrients to do so. And if it's depleted of nutrients, right? It can no longer make the hormones, for example, properly that give the signaling to maintain the ideal weight. Like it can't nourish the thyroid. It can't supply the thyroid with the iodine that it needs. It can't supply the body with the fat it needs to make hormones, right? So that's how that can happen. Um, and conversely, if you are, um, you know, a very underweight and you're having problems with your digestive system, that can be a little bit more intuitive where it's like, well, you're just not properly absorbing your foods, you're not getting your protein in, right? So you're kind of like low muscle mass um, in that way. Um, so it's interesting, like, um, because people get a bit confused because the same kind of root cause can have different outcomes in the body. And it's like, yeah, because every individual does have its own, um, their own unique genetic blueprint. Um, and while we all have similar root causes, the way it expresses itself is different. So some people's expression of disease is Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, rheumatoid arthritis, multiple um, sclerosis, um, you know, all of those colitis like Crohn's and ulcerative colitis or thyroid, thyroiditis. And, you know, it, it's, it's just very interesting that every individual has its, their own unique response. And it's super amazing and helpful that the root causes are all very similar. And so if you address those root causes, if you um, really just pick away at looking at all of the things that could be contributing to that 
chances are you're going to see the results you want, regardless of the disease that you started with, because you are working on the foundational health. You are working on the things that help a human frame, um, you know, taking away the obstacles to the the human body being able to heal itself. The body is a self-healing machine. If it's not healing itself, if it's not in ideals, in in its natural state of complete well-being, the question is, what is blocking it from uh, doing its job and how can we remove that so we can get back to our natural state of well-being thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast wild wisdom with dr patricia mills if you like this podcast please take the time to like and subscribe and please feel free to leave any comments and look below for the contact information if you want to connect with me directly thank you and i hope you have a wonderful day evening or night hi everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for a professional care doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help in your journey, it is important that you seek out a qualified health practitioner. If you would like to work with Dr. Patricia for her expert health transformation guidance, please email her at info at drpatriciamills.com to book a discovery call. You can also find Dr. Patricia on Instagram at Dr. Patricia Mills and Facebook at Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, MD. For access to all of Dr. Patricia's educational videos and more amazing perks, consider becoming a Patreon member. Links are in the description of this episode. It is important to have an expert in your corner that can help you make the changes you crave, especially when it comes to your health. 